0: Meetings of the U.S. Federal Reserve's Open Market Committee are always a big deal for global markets because they determine the path of the world's most important interest rate. Virtually all financial assets are in some way priced directly or indirectly off the Fed's policy interest rate, the federal funds rate, and most meetings end up being uneventful. But occasionally, a slight shift in the Fed's policy outlook can cause a sizable market response. And I think last week uh, was one of those occasions. Now, is the South African economy ready for rising U.S. interest rates? into the second half. Well, let's welcome Murtaza Mulvey, who's a Head of Financial Markets in Africa and Southern Africa, Standard Charter, to find out his thoughts on where South Africa sits within this global conversation. Murtaza, welcome.
1: Thank you so much, Michael, and thanks for having me. I think quite timely in terms of uh, the meeting last week at the Federal Reserve and how they've positioned themselves to imminently rising rates. I think uh, South Africa or the SAAB has done extremely well um, and obviously reacting quite quickly on the way down. Um, I think the QPM model they use um, has given them indications that they are probably nearing the end of the cycle at some sort towards end of uh, middle of next year. Now, I know the way they look at the QPM. um, It has, they take a lot of variables and make some uh, very subjective calls on them. But as long as inflation is in control or within the band, which is, it, uh, you know, which it is for now, and with a with a, with a relatively stronger rand, it's given the the Saab or the South African economy economy a lot more leeway in terms of both reacting to what the Fed does and also cushioning what otherwise could have been quite um, uh, you know quite uh, difficult to manage in an environment mm-hmm. where we have rising oil prices. Um, you know, and a weaker rand. We've had stronger rand. Hence, inflation has been in control. Ie, the man on the street can still find the the, the reaction quite reasonable.
0: And Murtaza, would you agree uh, with the assessment that we have really been aided to a large extent by commodity prices? And we look at our uh, our current account balance uh, and being. Uh, in a surplus position 12 months in a row. A lot of this because of uh, the sales of our our commodities is a good place to be in because I I hark back to the taper tantrum of 2013. South Africa was part of the Fragile Five back then, a large uh, debt and, um, you know, an imbalance on the current account. Uh, That isn't the case anymore. So we do seem to be cushioned from that front.
1: No, and absolutely. I think that's... uh uh, you know South Africa's found itself, and I wouldn't call it uh, by default, but it 's quite a deliberate way where they've found themselves in a in a position where the current account surplus has balloons. they have enough uh, probably the, the best surplus they've had in a very very long time. as you said, exchange rate is helped in order to to almost counterbalance the rise in commodities. We haven't seen uh, the rise in commodity prices come on to uh, the petrol prices as much as I thought it would. That's back of the of the rand uh, they have kept rates constant. you have seen a um, huge increase uh, in, uh, in exports so in all the economy has probably been the healthiest it has been in a very very long long time um, even uh, uh you know data in terms of GDP growth projections have started to get better um, you know you have seen some pressure on wages, but that also has been dampened by the fact that we are now seeing a very robust uh, increase in, uh, you know, um, home loans and first-time buyers coming to the market. So overall, given you know we've probably been in the most stressful scenario around downgrades, COVID, uh, you know, what we were in a in a ballooning or a runaway exchange it last year. Twelve months on from that, yes, South Africa has found itself in a position where it can almost look back and say. Um, it was a good, it not wasn't an ideal situation, but a good series of events which has led to them very deliberately being in a very favourable position.
0: And you know, it reminds me of the investment conference that was hosted last week by uh, ABSA uh, and others uh, of uh, foreign investors and just gauging the sentiment. And for the first time in a very long time, it seemed like foreign investor sentiment was, um, um, in the main, more bullish than negative around South Africa. Would you go along with that?
1: Absolutely. And what we have seen, uh, even on month-on-month month or quarter-on-quarter, quarter, a massive inflow in terms of billions of dollars coming into our fixed-income market. Initially, the idea was that maybe the longer you know end of the curve was not seeing as much traction in the shorter end, for various reasons, which was in the in the government's ability to refinance. But that seems to have... Almost dissipated once again. Um, you know, you've seen a very stable environment. And even if you, you know, you put South Africa or the rand in in the same column as the other emerging markets, be it Mexico, Brazil, and the and the rest of Latin Turkey also, the rand has performed, you know, consistently <laughs> better across the across all metrics is um, the currency stayed stable, and we see this constant demand from foreign investors still trickling in and it does not seem to want to wane away anywhere anytime soon so it shows the depth of both the market in south africa and the non-stop interest from foreign buyers to you mm. know which is keeping it uh, quite robust and at any point in time uh, you know michael we haven't seen any dislocation in terms of how the market has reacted to any crisis so which is which is quite uh, you know quite reassuring i must say
0: and just before i took my week's break last week Two pieces of, uh, well, and I always time these things perfectly, tectonic news. Uh, just if you look at the the policy, the political economy of South Africa in the first, the, the news by the president to increase the cap on self-generation uh, from one megawatt to 100 megawatts. while well, there was debate as to whether or not we go from 10 to 50. And then the news around finding a, uh, a private uh, equity partner for SAA. Put those two things together and it seems like the current administration is starting to embrace business, embrace the market and embrace free enterprise a little bit more.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, last week, I think it, for some reason, uh, you don't get the good headlines, make a big splash when you have a power failure or a headline with, uh, you know with the, with the national provider. Uh, on the, in the news, but I do mm-hmm. think very much like you said, last week was a, quite a crucial week in how a few things have changed. Changed both in terms of political movements with you know with Escom, you know what's happening with SAA. So I think it's been a very fruitful week. But somehow people tend to you know brush it away quite quickly and focus back on the fact that oh we're going to have load uh, shedding, you know stage one. But you're right, there's a series of good news coming out. We are seeing business confidence grow we are seeing the fact that yes there are you know issues around power sh- shortages but there is a plan where which is which is tenfold better than what was expected so i do think uh, you know things are heading in the right direction we have a certain amount of consistency flying through these news and i think unfortunately you know everyone gauges the health of the economy with the dollar rand rate and in the last couple of days with the with the fed uh, decision the rand has weakened but i do believe in the in the medium-short term, we'll see a massive drive towards rand strength once again.
0: Mutaza Mulvey, Head of Financial Markets, South Africa and Southern Africa at Standard Chartered, uh, with his view on uh, the recent uh, Fed meeting and how it impacts South Africa much better than uh, we had been hoping for. Mataza, thank you very much for your time.
1: Thank you so much, Michael, and have a nice evening.